0: Hello everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of the Time Turner Collective podcast, this time coming to you from the the wonderful places of our homes, quarantine mode. In the 1970s, this month we'll be discussing Tinker Tailor Soldier's Pie by John Le Carre, Um, (laughs) and we have a guest, my sister. Hi. Hello. That's it. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) i'm good thank you is this my cue to introduce myself well
1: we'll we'll have the questions oh yeah the questions yes i always forget about this bit and then i get excited what do you study
0: okay so i study liberal arts and sciences yeah but i major in international relations and politics so i basically studied that which is quite relevant today yeah i thought it would have been relevant but
1: yeah sort of Politics, politics, there, there. Relations. And philosophy. I think we're thinking a lot about philosophy at the moment. Well, I am, at least. I'm like, what is the point? Why are we here? (laughs) Okay, wait, but so, what Hogwarts house are you in? I'm a Slytherin.
0: Yeah, I took the test multiple times, but then the last one said Slytherin. And I was like, okay, fine.
1: We've had Slytherins before, haven't we? I think Jonas was a Slytherin. Yeah, Yeah, I think he is. And besides that, you're... uh, the first one, I think. But I mean, it's so far it's just us, Jonas, and Chloe and Freya. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> we've yet that... to have. We haven't had a, a Gryffindor yet, Ooh. and rightfully so.
0: <laughs> I also always wanted to be a Gryffindor. What do you have against Gryffindors? I feel like everyone wants to be a Gryffindor, like when they. I don't. Initially, no. But I wanted like to. eight. Yeah.
1: yeah. No. When I was eight, I still wanted to be a Ravenclaw. I was always really? like a nerd and proud. You yeah. nerd, <laughs> I know.
0: Then, what's your favorite spice? Ooh, favorite spice. Wow. Yeah, I think t- we said cinnamon oh. and paprika. Yeah. Paprika. Yeah, mm. I'm still a big fan of Chloe's
1: cumin. Cumin, that's cumin is one. a great one. I personally, I've also recently found cardamom. Ooh, ooh yeah, yeah, good one.
0: I good became one. a big fan of dill
1: like ooh, recently, ooh. like salads. Yeah. That, yeah, that's a herb though. It still oh, counts. It doesn't count. No, it's okay. fine. No, mm. it's
0: fine. Okay. <laughs> It's fine, it's it adds flavour to something therefore yeah. <laughs> good enough. <laughs> and then what's your favourite book? Okay, this is a hard one. hmm. Um I mean recently I've been really loving like the thriller type of novels. hmm So I the last novel I like read completely was like Stephen King? Or, yeah, like Was The Shining, which I really liked. Which um, also also a book from the seventies. Ooh. ooh. Right, so that was a really good one and it was even
1: Better than the movie, maybe. Oh yeah. So this one wasn't didn't live up to the thriller that you were hoping for, maybe?
0: <laughs> well, it did, but then again it didn't. So yeah. Well yeah. we'll we'll get into the book. We'll get into it. Let's do some content. I know some things.
1: I know some things. I did some research, that... I looked on Wikipedia. Oh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a source, but <laughs> source.
0: It does anyway. the job. Yeah, I mean, Wikipedia also uses sources. Yeah, that's and true. And those. Yeah, hey. I've done that in essays. I see you. <laughs> um, yeah, my dad had a story about the Cambridge Five. I'm not sure if this is what also came up with your yes, research. Yes, I saw it,
1: but I didn't look into it.
0: Yes, basically this book was inspired by something that happened during the Cold War of five boys at Cambridge deciding they wanted to be more communist and working really high up the... Government. I'm not sure if I'm telling this completely correctly, but this is basically the gist of the story. They came up really high in the British government and then were spies for Russia during that mm. time. And they were all from Cambridge and they were like the rebel Cambridge boys. And yeah. some
1: of them are still quite famous and alive. And John Le Carre was a is the, like his pen name because his actual name, which is like David something, David <laughs> That's slightly
0: disappointing.
1: <laughs> well, good for him that he has a pen name. <laughs> but is it? It's like John, David, like, you know, it's, it's like, they're names. Yeah. But we can say that about a lot of the names in this book, to be honest. Like, there are mm. some... Names. There, yeah, there's some names. It's very 70s. But <laughs> he, was, he was actually part of MI5, I think, or possibly MI6, but he, was, he based a lot of what happened on his own experiences while working for the Secret, secret Service, working for the government, oh. and his boss also wrote spy stories as well and was a spy which I I think is really fun yeah like I think it kind of adds it was so it's kind of reactionary against James Bond because he was like that's not how spies are (laughs) looking at James Bond and was like that's not what it's like and (gasps) then this is what it's like apparently according to John le Carré real life experiences of espionage this, this 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 is it you know what
0: also that just reminded me we could have asked this week what well, who's your favorite spy instead of favorite Ooh. spice mm. the what fa- <laughs> your favorite <No>. spice <laughs> mine out that totally once <laughs> <laughs> i well, don't really know any mm, other spies is austin
1: powers Ooh, yeah which is a good one as well gallagher
0: girls did you ever read gallagher
1: girls no, no. oh but they I've were heard good. Of it. they were yeah. good Cause it's like the girls spy school, and then there was the boys spy school, which is also like halfway through you realise, oh my god, they're actually being trained to be assassins. Oh my god, that's actually that sounds really good. Yeah, yeah, they they were good. Um, I also looked up some some other books that
0: came out uh, in the seventies. Yeah, go. A lot of them were indeed Stephen King books, Mm. as said before, which is why I knew. Um, we also have the Hitchhiker's Guide came out in the seventies. Douglas Adams. Yeah. I made movements here, which I just realised you can't see on the podcast, but highly approved. Sadly, we could see them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Princess Bride came out as I've book. read that.
1: I've read that. That's a good book. Yeah. I haven't seen the film, but I've read it. I- I've seen the film, but I haven't read the book. Well, between us, we've seen both. Exactly. Um,
0: Some Dr. Seuss things came out. Mm-hmm. And quite a lot of Tony Morton works oh yeah that makes a lot of sense the bluest eye came out in the 70s as well which is relevant because i'm doing it for an essay right now so
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i was looking at the cold war as well for context because Mm -hmm. i I wasn't i've i know the cold war as a concept but i wasn't sure of like exact definitions and things so it was it happened from 1947 to 1991 Mm -hmm. between that's so long I know. I didn't. I was like, oh yeah, maybe like the sixties, seventies. You know, yeah. yeah that I mostly of... knew
0: like fifties. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I was thinking like Vietnam War. I was thinking um, the Cuba Missile Crisis, like yeah, that no. sort of era. I, I was. I didn't really think it went further than that, but it's. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mostly um, knew it from like context from IB when we did um, nineteen eighty four, how it was like relevant in forty eight. Yeah, so it. I was like, surely. <laughs> yeah, but I knew um, we did study it, but. Then again, yeah, not that least. in depth. Stuck yeah, didn't no I at uni. Oh, really? Yeah, with yeah. yeah. international relations, of course. But
1: yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I kind of did the lead up to it at A level doing um, Russian Revolution, but we only really went, went up to when Stalin, I think, no, I actually, think we went up to 53, but it was like the very start and it wasn't called the Cold War at that point.
0: After that, I was like, well, you get that, you, you get what's happening now. <laughs> it went on, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so it was between the Soviet Union and the US and their respective allies. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously we came under the US side as or like most of Europe was under the US side. Um, and the context of the book, the British government was sort of supporting the US. And it was an ideological conflict rather than like actual Shooty shooty gun. Yeah. Which is why
0: they call it the Cold War, isn't it?
1: Yeah, for the most part. But then you do have like the Vietnam War, which kind of comes into it. And in particular, in the late nineteen sixties, which I think is most relevant to this, um, the USSR invaded what was then known as Czechoslovakia to suppress the nineteen sixty eight Prague Spring. Um, mm. Yeah. And they just wanted their their aim was to spread communism, basically. While the US wanted to support like more right-wing liberal democracies you know what's Mm -hmm.
0: quite interesting then because i noticed that when i was watching we we watched a film yesterday and i saw that the film takes place in 37 or something like that yeah but the book takes place in 63 uh wait 73 instead of 63 so it's like the film takes place 10 years after the book does
1: oh i didn't realize that i thought it was around the same time The books in the 60s which is why i was like Because what you said, that could have been relevant then, but in the film it couldn't have. That's really weird. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if this is entirely relevant, but I was just looking at the context of the Cold War, particularly in the 60s and 70s. So there was, in the 60s and 70s, there was a movement against nuclear arms testing and um, sort of towards peace. So there wasn't that much conflict after, like, after the 70s, even though it was technically still going on um, Mm -hmm. until... The fall of the USSR.
0: Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Berlin Wall. and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. too." <laughs> all relevant. Did you know that the Dutch government had a fake communist party to like, <gasps> like get rid of all the communists in the Netherlands? Really? Yeah, I did not know. That. Yeah, that's was wild. A real thing. Yeah, is that in the sixties as well? Probably. Yeah, because like in in the book, they they do mention like well, Belgium, but the Netherlands quite a bit as well. Yeah, there was none of that in the film. I was like, no. well, where, where, where are we? <laughs> no, they made like a fake Chinese Communist Party, and wh- whoever would vote on them, they would like keep an eye on them to make sure they wouldn't be like real <gasps> communists in the Netherlands. That's really clever, though. Yeah, yeah. but also really like, sneaky. It's not good, yeah. but it's 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 clever. clever. Yeah, yeah. But there was even like a real like party leader and everything. The yeah. CPN, yeah, Communist Party Netherlands. <laughs> not Inventive. the most original name. <laughs> nope, it was um, another one. It's Marxist Leninist Party of the Netherlands. Slightly more inventive, but still mm-hmm. limited. Should we talk about the book then? Should we? Do little... Yeah, let's do it. Jingle here!
1: Woo! talk about the book and the film yeah what what we think book first I found it really confusing mostly because they all have the same name and I got really confused (laughs) about who is who and it's so much better when it's so much easier to follow as a film when it's all of these famous actors that I know and it's such a good cast and I'm like yes it's Aberforth Dumbledore or yes it's Mark Strong who went to Will Holloway oh yeah he did um oh my god and i like i'm so much better at remembering faces, faces than your names yeah yeah especially like 1970s british men names they are all <laughs> the same but to me that made it cuz the names were so similar That kind of made it
0: easier for me cuz i paid more attention to the small differences in the names the most confusing part for me was when they started using the last names uh, and yeah. and both know, like, the first names the like person? You know what it felt yeah. like that he almost did it on purpose to like kind of throw you up who was part of like the yeah who was like the mole in the whole story yeah it's, and also because Amelia warned me beforehand that the names would be confusing so I paid like mm. special so it didn't really it didn't bother me too much but also I watched the film when I was like one third through the book mm.
1: I wanted to do that I was reading it and I was like I feel like if I watch the film now and I had the like, the faces of people in my head, the rest of it would be easier to read. Yeah. So I think it is one of those books where, if anyone listening hasn't read it yet or seen the film, I would watch the film and then read the yeah. book.
0: Ooh, and I'm I not... normally
1: wouldn't say that.
0: I don't know. Maybe, I did read like, it... read
1: it twice and then... Yeah.
0: Because yeah. I did... Like, I liked the book... Mm, maybe... <laughs> It's like the writing is so good, but then because it's such a good, in my opinion, adaptation, like it's yes. done so literally from the book, I feel like there's, it's not as exciting anymore if you read the book afterwards, like it kind of takes away from the actual plotline happening. And even if I didn't understand what was happening, it was still really well written yeah. that I did enjoy it when I read it, even if I didn't understand it. But still, it was quite difficult to read. It's yeah. almost like you've got like a new job and you have to remember all the names and all the like the terms that come with it. Yeah. Like all the spionage terms. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I wrote down, like probably when I was about a third of the way through the book, I was I wrote, why do they all have the same name? Phil, Bill, Peter, Percy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: You also have the, one of the other names, I think they it's a last name, but I kept on thinking it was like a girl's name.
1: Oh, Alaline. Like Alaline. Yeah. Oh, Alaline. Yeah, yeah. There's
0: multiple. Alice was but, one of them and yeah. Alaline was a different one. <laughs> So yeah, I no. think that was a girl, but it wasn't. It was just a last name.
1: Yeah, our line yeah. was uh, Percy. Wasn't he Toby Jones in the film? The little guy. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: he yeah, was. He's Dobby. Is oh, he yeah, Dobby? he is. Yeah, that's true. Oh. It was such a good cast. I couldn't get over the cast. Like Every time yeah. I noticed someone else. Because first of all, you see Mark Strong and John Hurt. And I'm yeah. like, wild. And then... You see Colin Firth, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, you see Toby Jones, the guy who plays yeah. Roy Bland, the guy with the dark hair. Do you mean uh, Tom Hardy? No. no blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, Tom Hardy in this. Okay, I never And Benedict got... Cumberbatch is it? Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> but, but the guy with the dark hair, who's one of the other men who's under suspicion, Roy Bland, um, is Aberforth Dumbledore. Wait, which mm. one are you talking about? Okay. You know, mm. you've so you've got Percy... Yeah. You've got Colin Firth, Jim Prudow. Yeah. You've got... Oh, I know who you mean. You mean the, the, the bigger guy. Yeah, the tall guy who looks yeah. like Dumbledore without the beard. Aberforth without yeah. the beard. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, it's Aberforth without a beard. And, and Cornelius Fudger's in it for, like, two seconds. Yes, he is. And I think the guy, was it... It either was the guy or looked a lot like him who played... Oh, what's his name? The one in Goblet of Fire. David Tennant's dad.
0: Oh, wait, fuck, that's who I meant. Barty Bruce Crouch. Barty Crouch. Yeah. Barty Crouch was in it. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, he's in it. And he played Mark Murnell, I don't know. Which mm. I started paying attention to after I'd seen the mm. film, because I was like, it's him. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not really that relevant. He's quite relevant in the book, actually, after seeing it. but um, There was a couple not, like, of a things like that. Um, yeah. With the book. Connie <laughs> as well. Connie. Yeah. Connie was like really relevant in the film, and then in the book, I felt like she was less relevant.
1: Yeah. Well, I thought yeah. that she was a lot younger in the film than I pictured her being in the book because I pictured her as like this mm. sort of really old, sort of in her seventies, maybe eighties, white-haired woman, mm. and she's just like in a similar age to the other guys and just yeah. sort of chilling. She was one of the ones who was completely different to how I pictured her. I guess because there were so many people. From the start, I didn't really
0: picture anyone. I was just like, "There's another name." <laughs> like I didn't see anyone because I also noticed there's not a lot of describing people. Like all the characters are quite not characterized. Yeah, they're just mm. names or people. None of them have like, oh, um, they're driven by that, or they're really like ambitious as a person, or that one has high emotions mm. or something like that. They're all just the same. People he, he bought with different names. Does describe like the mannerisms, like how they like hold stuff or like talk. Yeah, but I felt like because you don't because it's third person. Yeah. You don't really. I don't know. I didn't feel any personal oh, connection to so... any of them apart from Colin Firth because yeah. it was Colin Firth on screen. Yeah. That was also really confusing as well. Whenever the like the, he, like started a chapter and was like he said, and then
1: you don't know. I only realized
0: is. like on the second base who it was. Yeah. yeah,
1: I followed the plot so much more easily with the film. Because afterwards, when I saw the film, I was like, oh, so that was that scene that was yeah. happening. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but I think they did change... They changed enough for the film to make it easier to follow as well. Mm. I generally don't think they did that much, because I afterwards I was reading it and nothing in the book seemed like new. Well, so the bit when Jim Prito gets shot in the film, he's in Czechoslovakia, which makes sense mm. with what oh, I was yeah, talking Craig, about before, yeah. but then... In the book, he's in... It's in Prague. Wait, in the film, he's in Hungary. He's in Budapest. And then in the book, he's in... Yeah, he's in Budapest. Budapest, And in in the film, he's in in Prague. Mm. They sort of changed that over. And there was a couple of other bits where it was done differently. But I think it worked. The girl, Mm. I
0: think her name was like Irana. I don't know. Irina. The blonde ones. Yeah. She was a lot more relevant in the film than she was in the book. Yes, and I understood that whole bit. Mm. She she doesn't fall in love with uh, with Ricky Tarr in the book. book. There's no relation with her because he has a wife and a children
1: in the book. Oh, yes, because there was a whole plot to do with With their fake passports and
0: stuff. And there's a girl and she's also named Denny. Like, do we need another boy's name?
1: Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, no, that that makes sense because I don't really remember that happening. Also, can we just appreciate, this is, I've never got the Tom Hardy thing before, like ever, but I got it mean like, in this film.
0: Why he's attractive yeah. or like,
1: uh, okay, I think it's the hair. Because I feel like I've seen him in The Dark Knight Rises yeah. and Dunkirk, yeah. in both of which you don't see his face. And I don't know if I've seen him in anything else. Yeah, he's an mm. in Inception. Oh, yeah, an Inception. But isn't he kind of evil in Inception? Uh, or you just don't debatable. really... Debatable.
0: All of them are debatably evil.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I got it.
0: Mm. Fair. No, I don't think there was anyone yeah. that I was like, oof, in the film. They were all like blonde in the way <laughs> where it's like, I, I bleached my sister's hair a couple of it's... weeks ago and it was, it's fine. It's fine now, but it looks a bit orange. All their hair. There was a ginger tinge. Yeah. In yeah, there's just a <laughs> tinge. There was like, all the hair looked like it'd been bleached the day before and not
1: toned. I see that. <laughs> I was see. I think that was another thing I wrote down was quarantine just hair. Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch. What did he do <laughs> yeah. to his yeah. hair? Poor Benedict what Cumberbatch. Happened. Yeah, Bless
0: you. a faux pas. and they all had the, the the flower pot haircut as well, which fits for the time. It does, yeah. and and. Oh, you mean that time? I thought you meant this time, because all people can do is put pots across their head and just hope for the best.
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> you meant quarantine the, you as mean, well. You I meant, meant the, the 70s.
0: 70s. You meant quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in the book they go into quarantine. Do they? Yeah, it, it's mentioned, like, oh, well, not all of them. Jim Prudeau has to go into quarantine, and he names it, like, he calls it quarantine, and every time it happened, Ooh. I was like, <laughs> look at us.
1: <laughs> also, did you notice at the start of the book, I'm fairly sure it was because I started reading this on the train when we when we were coming up here mm-hmm. before lockdown and they go up Eggham hill yeah mm. I know
0: and they don't in the film
1: <laughs> no they don't I was looking out for it yeah same but never happened mm-hmm. i loved how 70s the film was i know it sounds stupid but like i loved how it was done well the yeah. fashion all of how london looked how it was yeah. kind of grey and really Brown. beautifully shot. Yeah, it was... I, I, <laughs> we yeah. were talking about this when we were watching the film yeah. yesterday.
0: Every like every time they had an accent somewhere, we're talking about the Tupperware because oh, we have yeah. the exact same Tupperware as was in the film, but <laughs> the cookie. Um, the, the orange one. Yeah. yeah. Every time there was something in the film that wasn't really part of the set, like they had a carpet once, they had the, the cookie, the, the biscuit tin, that's the one, biscuit yeah. tin, And there were other things. I think there was like a shirt lying on a chair somewhere or something. All of them had like bright orange. Like one thing in the scene that was like bright orange standing out. It's really satisfying.
1: I noticed that there was a bag on a coat hook while he was going into an office. I can't remember who it was. It might have been Bendit Cumberbatch Mm -hmm. or it might have been Gary Oldman going into an office. And there was just a really sort of, you know, the classic 60s orange with the circles. Yeah. yeah. There was just a bag with that print and I was like, yeah. I see you, I see you. I loved it. It was great. It also
0: had like the office where they would like discuss things and like the soundproof walls. I yeah. think they were yeah. was as well. They were, yeah. they had the funky pattern, yeah. Like the It was so good. Like, I loved thing. the office in general. Yeah. Because it had like the little caravans. Oh, The cubicles. Of, like, oh. Yeah. And how it was like all one floor, but it was, like, it was like it was like it was a film set and they had like the different areas of where they filmed in the film. I thought that was so cool.
1: I liked the bit. It was a really, really small bit, but you know when Benedict Cumberbatch is in, it's like a library thing, oh, and he has to give yeah. his bag in? Yeah. What did he put in his bag? Was it one of the books that he took?
0: No, he switches the f- files, the files yeah. he has for the files that were in there. That's another thing. The files in the film. won't <laughs> Why? <laughs> they never really explain the function of the files. In the book, it's slightly explained because they talk about how they can look back on the 16th of November which is the twen- yeah. no the 16th no, of the October 19, Right. it was mm. the 20th of November in the film I believe and the 16th of oh. October or the 19th maybe yeah. I don't know mm. a different days where it was taken out of the yeah. book yeah but he's looking for specific files on the people to find out who the mole is mm. Mm. that's another thing I, the files in the film n- I no know purpose I mean maybe just spiced off. like yeah just, just, just like, like the movie on the spike in
1: Look at us being important with the violence yeah. that we have. I feel like that kind of sums up me watching the film being like, what's going on? And I'm like, spy stuff. Spy stuff. Yeah. The same thing with, I still don't understand the ending.
0: I still don't know who was the... Was there a mall? Who was the mall? Was <laughs> yeah. it? Was it Colin, I mean, it's Colin Firth? Colin Firth.
1: So, it was Colin Firth. But then in the film, I don't remember it happening in the book. But all of them are. No, it wasn't. All of them were the mall. It was Jim Prillo. That was the kind of the thing. Yeah, but,
0: like, Lil Guy... Alan Alan, 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 Percy, he also, <laughs> <had> <laughs> Percy, he also had spy things going on. I thought they were all like kind of fishy. Like, yeah. Was I think they were off. all
1: kind of fishy, but the mole that they were actually looking for was Jim Priddow. Hmm. Yeah. But then the
0: other one had relations to Russia as well. And I was like, so my, like, what I thought at the end was that they all were, they were the five that like, cause my dad explained the camera shore before I finished mm. the book. Mm. So, to me, it made sense that they were like the five that came from that were just all like moles there. And they were yeah. just like, it's their fault. And then the other one was like, it's their fault. But they were all it.
1: No, I do think it was just supposed to be that it was one of them.
0: Yeah, I think it was supposed to but it was so confusing. Would have been the biggest plot twist if George Smiley was like the, the mole. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been good. I did think about that for yeah. a bit.
1: I, was like, I never really understood why he was out of suspicion.
0: I think maybe because he's the main character
1: of the series. Because he was fired as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But even before that, yeah. John Hurt Control didn't really have him under suspicion. Like, he had him. But oh, that was an interesting thing I read about the um different chess pieces that they used.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I can't remember exactly, but I remember that Carla was... The, the queen yeah the the white queen and then yeah. mm. jo- uh, george smiley was the black queen so they're kind of like playing them as opposites and they're the most mm. powerful pieces on the board oh wow nice and i think something to do with it it points towards which one is the mole and suggests that control does yeah. know the entire time which i don't know
0: i do think that they thought him to be like fine because he started investigating it mm and because yeah. he was such good friends with Connie, who was also there, and the others like ridiculed him, so because he got fired because he got too deep into it, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think you would do that if you were the mob, probably. Yeah. That's true. I think that was probably their logic. I don't know. I'm not a spy. I mean, you always need like a good guy yeah. to like get rid of the bad guy. <laughs> if there would just have been bad guys, it would have been really chaotic. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the. No. Oh, well, I was going <laughs> to name the the Orient Express. Oh, yeah, I was Ask thinking what about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that then. But they are so similar, like, in ways, how, like, I don't want to spoil anything, no. but how there's, like, a big group of people and one person what's
1: done it but they're all really like they're all slightly suspicious in a way I think it's something that kind of crosses over with mm. mystery novels and spy novels where everyone is suspicious yeah, yeah there's no trust anywhere and that's like yeah it's kind of like with Knives Out where everyone yeah kind of had a, you kind of have to set it up so that everyone has a motive and I think that's more a storytelling mm-hmm. thing than a real life thing yeah necessarily, like yeah. specifically sort of
0: make everyone suspicious and then break it down one by one until just yeah. one person's yeah. left yeah And also the thing where it's like they're sure it's someone else like right near the end until like five seconds before and then it just twists. And like the way Percy was thought to be the main spy until like literally two pages before (laughs) the end. And then I was like, (laughs) bet you haven't heard of Jim (laughs) Prudow.
1: Okay, so at the end of the book, does Jim Prudow shoot bill at the end of the book i don't know mm. or is it just in the film
0: in the film he does in right? the film he yeah. does yeah i don't i was really unsure because i just read it and then i reread the last two pages like eight times and i was like i just don't know <laughs> i
1: just generally have no clue <laughs> i don't think he does no i don't think mm. he does so i was reading an article that said that jim shoots bill not necessarily because he betrayed him to the Hungarians in the film, yeah, but because he betrayed him personally, because mm. Jim is in yeah. love with Bill, yeah. apparently. Oh,
0: oh, I thought Bill was in love with another Bill. There were like, there was like a gay relationship as well, right? Yeah, but there were two Russians in the book, but in the film it was Peter Gwillem, like yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, Benedict
1: Cumberbatch has a boyfriend who um, broke it off
0: with yeah. his boyfriend because mm. he would be in danger.
1: Apparently, in the. Film there's like queer coding for Jim Pridow, but I never re- I never oh, really got no, it. But I now I kind of want to rewatch it and see oh, whether I see yeah. it. but um, that would be interesting. Mm. It's very wait wait. But you just said that
0: Jim was the main spy, wasn't it? Bill. It was Bill. Okay, because uh, I think before we were saying that Jim was the main spy. No, it was I Bill. I think we got the. Oh, I definitely mm. said it was Jim. It's
1: not Jim. Yeah. In case Bill. we did, In case we got it wrong. <laughs> Colin Firth, <laughs> It was not Colin the other one, not Mark. <laughs>
0: Hi, it's editing Laura here. We did indeed say for basically 90% of this entire episode that Jim was the main spy. He wasn't. It was Bill. But we we corrected ourselves.
1: No, we love Mark Strong. He can do no wrong.
0: Yeah, he's great. Yeah, we watched a film yesterday. Yeah. Uh, no, the day before with Mark Strong in as well. Was it King um, uh, No, oh. it was um, Mrs. Pettigrew Lives for a Day. Oh, Have you ever seen it? No. You'd love it. Mm. It's like it's with Frances McDormand. Yes, I vaguely know yes. that name. Yeah, she's in three billboards. She's the one that always looks mm. kind of grumpy. Mm. Yeah, and um, Moaning Myrtle was in it, oh. and Amy Amy Adams. Oh yeah. and oh, it's such a good film. It's set in like like right before wartime in England, and it's just about rich people and like they just have. It's <laughs> just a fun film, and the guy who played well the one you called Aberforth is also in that. Oh, he plays like a designer. That's cool. Yeah, it's a really mm-hmm. good film. I really enjoyed it. Yeah,
1: I'm watching all. Outlander with my mum at the moment. My Steve and I. Still? Angel. Yeah, still. We're, we're nearly finished season two. How, how many seasons are there? It's on five. I, I oh. so I'm watching is it with still my going? mum. Yeah, it's it's halfway through season wow. five. It's going to be season six. There's like eight books. Oh my god. Oh yeah, That's I normal. do know that. Oh. Yeah. Because I've seen it a lot
0: on BookTube. It's great. With mm. people, I've, I've never read a single one of them. I've read
1: but, yeah. three and a bit. I think, but I've seen all of the TV show, and then I'm watching it with my mum as well. But it is really good. It is good, but it's a bit of a commitment.
0: Yeah, mm, I can imagine.
1: We don't really watch TV shows. Yeah. We, we just watch
0: basically I things normally. like Tinker Tailor. But then, as a series, so like we love Endeavour Morse. Oh, we've watched yeah. it. Sherlock, Broadchurch. Watch any? I think mum and dad start watching Luther. Yeah, they've finished the series. Oh, and they um, also watch the Bridge. The Bridge. The Bridge. I don't. I've never heard of that. Well, basically, all of them are um, yeah. Scandinavian. It's Scandinavian. It's about the bridge Ooh. between Denmark and Sweden. well, oh. no, it's not about the bridge, but that's yeah, that's the title. That, yeah. that's the bridge. Yeah. Talking about Scandinavian, the director was yes. from Sweden because I looked him up because I was like I really, really? like his films. He's n- not really done anything else that's like well known. I mean, that's the Swedes. Yeah, yeah. He's done like a lot of Scandinavian films, mm. but. Mm. nothing really, and the next upcoming film is not, like, English either. It's all Scandinavian.
1: So Mm. I was like, it's really weird that he suddenly has, like, this high-budget... With the cast that he has, like, some of the most well-known British male actors. Yeah, Yeah. it's all men. All men. Yeah. I think there's, like, four women in total. The thing that made me laugh most about Mm. that is that when they they walk into the building and it has
0: community in the background saying the future is female. Mm. (laughs)
1: I saw that I noted that down, but apparently that's supposed it was supposed to be there because it's kind of like ironic slash fitting yeah. because mm-hmm. this is like the peak of masculinity, like the peak of male spies yeah. and the peak yeah. of like intelligence and masculine intelligence was the cold War, and it's kind of like pointing towards like in the future. There's not going to be so many men. <laughs> this uh, dumb shit yeah. won't happen. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there were
0: like two females. Yeah, sort but, of. And then one of Linda. them Connie. <laughs> Connie as well, and she's gone mad. Yeah. yeah, and the other one is being. Oh, no, you also had like the, the wife. The wife, yeah, Anne. Anne. Yeah. Who's like not. Like, she's relevant in mind, but yeah. not on screen. <laughs> she's more relevant in the book as well. Yeah, she is. But then still just as like. She's never
1: really in there. No, she's not present. But I think it's because kind of, It's from his point of view. And then there's Belinda, who's Belinda. literally just an office worker. There was the other woman as well, the one who's... Um, so there's Belinda, and then there was the woman who worked at the reception. The bag place. Yes, who yes. is oh, in Downton yeah. Abbey. She plays Lady Edith. Mm,
0: no just <laughs> this,
1: this whole thing has just been me pointing out, especially with Guernsey, has just been me pointing out all of the actors from Downton Abbey or Outlander yeah. <laughs> And just me going,
0: I've never seen I've an never seen episode. A single episode.
1: No. Of I love a good period drama. Like, Downton Abbey is the kind of one that you just put on and you know what happens because it's like, Mm. it's not, it's nothing too dramatic. But it's just so nice to watch in an evening or at the weekend with a cup of tea after you've eaten a huge meal. It's great. It's good. I do love a good
0: period piece. This month, I won't have read that many books because I'm still reading Emma and I'm on like page 40. No, I'm a bit further down. But I'm not, like, even halfway through and I've basically been reading it all month because of deadlines and stuff. So I read Tinker Tailor and that's it. (laughs) Mm. And I read that, like, started it like, three days ago. So it's not really going to be a wild one. But I'm really, I I wanted to read Emma because the film has just come out and I really want to see it. It's so good. Although my popcorn time's acting up. This is for the listeners. We're not. Editing Laura here again. This issue has now been fixed for anyone even slightly interested. Thanks. We don't advocate legal streaming.
1: What, legal or illegal?
0: <laughs> we don't advocate <laughs> streaming. <laughs> I said illegal. But, I
1: thought you said legal I something streaming. Different. Yeah. <laughs> we don't advocate legal streaming. Don't buy films. No. <laughs> don't buy films. Support
0: us instead. <laughs> so I can't currently watch anything i think i'm not sure we're, we're figuring it out yeah. i downloaded a vpn and ever since <laughs> my popcorn time's not really working ah. so we'll have to see but my dad has a giant collection of DPDs yeah. with random names that will get through him going through them one by one yeah. yeah it's
1: been good though that's most of the things that i had to say is there anything else that you guys want to talk about
0: okay <laughs> Um, I mean, there's a lot of betrayal in the book. That's basically a whole thing. So many people get betrayed. I mean, so many people are cheating on each other, and then there's more as well. Yeah, there was one betrayal and betrayal. I think there was even a quote about, "Oh, don't worry about it." Something like Jesus had twelve followers, but one of them cheated cheated as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said that to Peter Gillum, like his his boss. No, it's when he gets questions in the room by himself, the orange room but yeah the orange room (laughs) the clementine room (laughs) sorry we're just having clementines and then we're talking about how it's not the same word because we call
1: clementines mandarins and it's really confusing because you guys don't yeah Uh, Yeah, mandarin we have like yeah for us i think mandarins are bigger and clementines are smaller
0: yeah we call mandarins minolas. Weird. it's so confusing but it's confusing that it's like the same name just for a different fruit yeah but kind of the same yeah. fruit. Yeah. But also, Clementines are superior. I did a quiz on what fruit are you and I got Clementines. So that made me really happy.
1: I like Clementines. I like the name of Clementines, but I prefer big oranges.
0: No or grapefruit.
1: Peel. I don't um, peel
0: it. A chocolate. Um, no, we don't I'm not a big fan of grapefruit. My sister um, loves I'm it. I love grapefruit. Yeah. Yeah. We've been we've been having a lot of grapefruit in the no. house. But the, the fun part about that is that joke in Duchess Krop as in G R A P and every time my my sisters had what my dad's been calling it chrap fruit. Which basically joke, joke fruit. fruit. <laughs> it's a dead joke. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been abusing us in these difficult times. We've got to take what you can get. Anyway, the story. Oh yeah, so he was in that room. And then because he was leading like this whole state inf- 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 Go on. <laughs> investigation team. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. the word. And then one of them, because they blame him to have a mole in his part of the, the whole bazaars <laughs> thing. <laughs> it is part of the, the circus. That's it. But he's not even high up in the circus, so I didn't really understand why. Like, it wasn't really that important. But I think Ricky Tarr works for him. And so they blame him for what happened to mm-hmm. Ricky Tarr. Mm. And then... Someone says to him, I think it's Percy actually that tells him, Could be, yeah. like, don't worry, Jesus only had 12 people to look after, and even one of them betrayed him. Mm. Yeah, can happen to the best of us. Yeah. And then I thought of the the text post, where it's like Judas oh, okay. going like close to Jesus, <laughs> and being like, do I smell watermelon, my lord? Because <laughs> he's about to give him the kiss, but he's like, oh, is that a new perfume? <laughs> yeah. It's one of my uh, favourite sex, uh, posts. it's a classic. You have to send it to me.
1: I don't think I've seen it.
0: I will. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will I'll find it. It's, it's a somewhere good one. on my Harry Potter Instagram from like <laughs> years ago. So I'll have to dig deep but
1: I'll find it. Oh, I I just remembered what I was gonna say earlier when you talked about Lennon. Mm-hmm. When you, was did you the guy who comes at the Christmas party and it's just Lennon? It like oh, new, kind yeah. of a yes. It was so weird. They, <laughs> they they were all just like singing the that was the it? The running Russian yeah. national anthem and or something. At
0: the same time yeah, Colin Firth is an yeah. Yeah, but it's at the same time that Colin Firth is having the affair with Anne. Yeah. Like that's happening at the same time
1: that after that French songs get played. It's, yeah, it's like double betrayal. Yeah. It was, <gasps> yeah but it oh was like God. somewhere yeah. beyond the sea but it was in French you know what's so
0: interesting then that the only person who wasn't like running apart from George because we know George mm. who wasn't running to do the anthem is Bill yeah who eventually was the spy Oh. so he was the wow. only one actually involved with the anthem interesting
1: mm. yeah also John le Carre was at the Christmas party oh, was he? he was one of the was old, he? was he, he was the guy? A, <laughs> no he was a he was a drunken old man <laughs> oh mm. Well, aren't we all? There was one girl in the audience there
0: somewhere who looked a lot like we <laughs> she <him>. won. <laughs> there wasn't one, one girl, girl there. <laughs> no, she looked like, um, is her name Harper? The best friend from Wizards of Waverly Place? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> like the I annoying friend. Think. She looked so yeah. much like her. Wait, I'm going to see yeah. the cast list right yeah. now, actually. If, I know you mean. Maybe it's the same girl. It's mm. very niche, though. She was in there for like two seconds.
1: Tinker, Taylor, Soldier's Pie. Oh, it's on Netflix. Oh. Yeah, I enjoyed the film more than the book, I think. Yeah. I don't know if I think that the film is better than the book, but I enjoyed it more. Yeah, I see what mm. you mean. And I think yeah. that's that's kind of my feelings. I like I was just thinking. The about book that. like I'm
0: happy I read it. It's so good because it's really well yeah. written. Yeah. But the story just doesn't yeah. come through as much as it does in a film. It's yeah.
1: so subtle. Like I think even down to the... I think that's kind of what the names are trying to say. Like, with the fact that it is so subtle that you don't really notice the things... Like, even with the affair, in the book, he kind of talks about it, but you never actually see it. And then in the film, you know, the bit when he's... When Colin Firth is sat at the table... In oh yeah yeah George Smiley's house in Gary Oldman's house oh and he's got he's like oh yeah (laughs) I just came to drop this off but his shoes are untied and it was so clever and it was so subtle oh yeah I think he even
0: had did he have orange socks on no I think they were red they were red mm. but they were like red with brown Mm. so there was an orange tinge yeah (laughs) a ginger tinge (laughs) Yeah. yeah It just every time we just we do this quite a bit, but to see the dairy girls with the <laughs> ginger tinge. The ginger tinge. <laughs> I haven't found the girl. She doesn't even have a line, so I guess you won't be able to find her. Well, there's a lot of schoolboy uncredited. <laughs> Pop customer uncredited. <laughs> no. But no no mm. best friends from Wizards of Waverly Place. Voice, just the voice of an Hungarian secret agent.
1: Ooh. Yes, you never actually see Carla. It was so clever that they had Carla in there. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, wait, no, but Mm. his voice is in this. There's a different actor, I think, for his voice than there is for... Mm.
1: But you don't see his face, though, do you? Why would they do that? I don't know, but it just has voice, and you do see his hands. You see his hand, which Mm. is how they reveal that it's him at the cafe with the lighter. Yeah, with the lighter.
0: Oh,
1: so good. Yeah, Yeah, no, there's no actor for Carla. Hands, so... (laughs) Talking of voices, I wrote down that Tom Hardy has, has a hot voice. Yeah. And, um, um,
0: mm-hmm. I mean. This, this is true.
1: Sure. My... Oh, apparently Carla,
0: the actor, is in Le Miserable. Who does he play? Oh, he plays Father Mabouf. I don't know, I haven't seen it. No. I think you have, but. was
1: it is it the film version or is it the TV show that they did with.
0: Yeah, no, the film.
1: Oh. Weird. So the other day I noticed that one of the guys from the ABC Cafe in that film. Um, not Enjuras, not Marius. One of the other guys is the king in Versailles. Probably not, none of you uh, like care about that no, right now. I realised <laughs> I was like, Oh my god, it's that guy. But yeah. And that that was exciting to me the other day. You gotta take what you can get in lockdown.
0: I think it was just a difficult book. Yeah. I think that's mostly our conclusion. Yeah. Like it was really good. But it's just difficult to follow. Yeah.
1: It, yeah, it was really tricky to follow.
0: Like, I highly recommend yeah. reading it, but if people haven't... Definitely
1: do. What I said, what I suggested to you was writing down the names of the characters at the oh. start. I would even yeah. say look at the cast list, maybe. Yeah. And have that watch down. watch the trailer, maybe. Not watch the film. Yeah, watch the trailer yeah. or have like the cast yeah. list down so you have faces. Yeah, because that was what was difficult about it was all of the names being similar. Yeah. but also not having a and also, strong I description think, of the characters and like what they look like.
0: Yeah, I think it was difficult because I couldn't really figure out what their jobs were, yeah. um, which yeah. five were actually the five yeah. that were being in, like, in the book. Yeah, And as soon as you see them sitting around the table, I'm like, oh, okay, so it's them that you need yeah. to pay attention to and the other ones are
1: coming and going. Yeah, you need the image of the setting and you need the image yeah. of the characters to figure yeah. it out because it's an unfamiliar setting for most of us. Like that sort of spy genre
0: <laughs> most of us yeah but
1: you know what i mean like it's not james bond yeah which sounds stupid I thought you
0: meant, like the spy life in general and i was like well really you don't obvious. know that i wouldn't be a good spy yeah. if you knew <laughs> but then still the movie is still with five middle-aged white men but because the, f- the actors are famous you sort of like Know who they are, but imagine if yeah. the movie would have been without those famous actors. I think it would have yeah. been sort of the same struggle with the book. Like, if you don't recognize their yeah. faces, yeah, yeah. just Definitely. another secret agent, another spy. Which is maybe
1: why yeah. it worked yeah. so well.
0: And also, they're all such good actors, like, they're not oh, even just yeah. fa- a famous cast, but they are really much the here is a, a bucket full of British actors made by the BBC. <laughs> Just take
1: some. <laughs> I just, I feel like Gary Oldman looks different in everything he does. Yeah, he's yeah. so good. He never looks like the same person, because yeah. he doesn't look like serious. He doesn't look like the guy from The Dark Knight or yeah. from um, Batman. He doesn't, like, he, he at the start, he looked a bit like Alan Rickman, and I was really <laughs> confused. Yeah. but And then you have Colin Firth,
0: who's just the same in every film <laughs> yeah. he's in. He is a serious British guy in suit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's like him
0: and Hugh Grant just playing the same character over and over again.
1: (laughs) Apparently, Becky's favourite fact at the moment is that Colin Firth and Hugh Grant are, like, born a day apart or something. They're the same age. Oh, that's really cool. What I want to watch, which I feel like is similar, but maybe it's just because it came out a similar time, is Tom Hanks in A Bridge of Spies, which I think is set in the Cold War as well, but it might be, like, the American version of Tinker Tailor yeah Mm. we'll give it a watch i'm sure my dad has it probably yeah he will i've heard tell you about how our neighbor is out every other day mowing his lawn yeah you said yesterday he mowed his lawn twice twice and in between was talking to someone over the fence (laughs) over the over his bush saying how he thinks he's had coronavirus (laughs) oh <laughs> well then, his mo his lawn as well. That he hasn't missed he hasn't missed a mowing yeah. well, give like a every other day. That that grass must be looking. I, I just feel like I think he hates his wife. I'm, this is my spy thing of quarantine, is trying to figure out why this guy is mowing his lawn so often. What is he trying to hide? Mm. It might just be an excuse to go outside. I think that's what it is. It probably oh, is. Like yeah. Maybe it's not
0: part of his daily exercise, so he will like, oh, but it's different because I'm mowing the grass. It probably is just
1: that. But he he can't, because he's old, <laughs> so he can't leave the house mm. even for exercise. See, so maybe that's it. So maybe that's his, his yeah. excuse. He's losing his mind. yeah.
0: <laughs> He needs his daily walk, but he's not allowed to do it without the grass. (laughs) So I might as well just take it. Anyway, I think that's pretty much all we have to say about the book. And the film. I guess. Yeah. And film. Yeah. Every time we do this, it's like 20% book. And then 80% (laughs) remember that actor.
1: (laughs) But I th- this was an interesting one because it was yeah. so different to anything else that we've done so far, and I think it's going to be different yeah. to everything else that we've got coming up.
0: Yeah, it might be quite similar to Orient Express, but I think it's just different to something we would have read anyway. But I then think, this is
1: yeah. a spy novel, and then Murder on the Orient Express is more like a detective yeah. story. So yeah. I think- and also that's set in the 30s, so it is... But this this was yeah. quite detective. And it's on a train. There was no trains. Yeah. Well, there might have been one train. <laughs> I can't remember. We should have a tally of how many trains there are in each okay. one. Guernsey didn't have enough trains. <laughs> well, it did have some trains. Did it? Yeah, she went
0: on the train to... Well, it did in the book, definitely. In the book, she went on yeah. the train to No, but there's other modes of transport. Yeah, a lot of planes and airports. <laughs> planes and cycling in yeah. Guernsey. There was a boat. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was also no trains in Blade Runner. A lot of planes, again. Too many planes. This also had a lot yeah, of planes. And plane... no, they are a lot of planes as well. The wasteland had neither <laughs> boats. Yeah, <laughs> did it have boats?
1: I don't know. No, I think there was, there was rivers. <laughs> yeah, water. <laughs> there was water and dryness and mountains. So next time was about good omens with Anna. Yes. Any planes mm. in that? You know it. Cars, slightly right. Yeah,
0: and there's cars. Okay, we'll mm. take
1: that. Wheels in the TV show. I love the TV show so much. It's, I'm so excited to rewatch. It'll be my third time watching it. I've never read the book. It's I've never seen so good. Now.
0: Yeah,
1: like David Tennant, Michael Michael Sheen, just oh, <laughs> it's great. And Queen songs. Oh, Queen songs. The yeah, the TV show. I'm excited about this one. Nice. Well, we'll see
0: next yeah. month. So if you want to hear hear us talk about Good Omens, tune in in like
1: a month ish, yeah. give give or take a few, not months, days. <laughs> <laughs> UK hospital death toll rises to twenty thousand three hundred nineteen. Um. And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> I should have turned off my Wi-Fi, but that's the only notification I've had. No one loves me apart from the Guardian. <laughs> Sad. I think that's that's it. That's a wrap. Yeah. If you enjoyed
0: this episode, make sure to you know give us the five stars or four and a half if you weren't that big of a fan. Follow us on Instagram. Yes, uh, at Time Turner Collective. Yeah. We're also available on. Well, depends on what what you're listening on. Podcasts, the Apple Podcast app. We're available on Google Play if you're in Northern America slash USA and Canada only. Wherever it's available, we're not sure. Wherever wherever you can get Google Play, we're on it. <laughs> you can listen to us on Acast if you're an Android listener. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere in non <laughs> North America,
1: <laughs> you can you can listen to us on Acast iTunes. You can listen to us out loud, you can listen to us on a speaker, you can listen to us in your headphones. Wow. And also airports, if you've stolen them off the ground somewhere. I'm sorry to whoever owns in these airports, if you ever listen to this podcast, I've never given them back. Yeah. (laughs) And as they say in every single spy novel. Countries.
0: (laughs) As they said during the Cold War. Goodbye, we'll see you in the past.
1: I'm gonna stop the recording. I was about to pause you.